Welcome back. Beginning of July and the new financial year, and it's been pretty brutal for the last six months on the ASX. Funnily enough, less brutal than it has been on the American market, which is down 20% in the first six months of the year. Today, we're talking to Dean Fergie from Cyan Investment Management. Dean runs the Cyan CG3 fund, which invests in the smaller cap uh, end of the market. Dean, welcome to Fund Monitors. Yeah, good morning, Chris. Good to see you back again. As I said, it's been a pretty brutal first six months of the year. Um, how have you seen it? I would say very much the same. It's been an incredibly difficult market. You know, granted, we had a very, very good period through COVID, but as someone mentioned a while ago, we're kind of having the pain now that we probably should have had two years ago at the very start of COVID when you had you know, a lot of uncertainty. The, the thing is that the, the market was propped up by government spending and the consumer was propped up by that. And so you had this sort of, I suppose, false economy where it was just everything was getting driven by a lot of free public government money. And that's all subsided now. And with a number of other concerns, which sort of started with UK and Russian crisis sort of fl flowed through to increasing commodity prices, which fl flowed through to inflation, which flowed through to rising interest rates. It was pretty much the perfect storm, which has really, really um, been aggressive in the first six months of this year. It's been um, a very difficult time to invest long only, and this, particularly the smaller end of the market. So if you had that situation where the market was being inflated effectively by a whole range of things, surely it was only inevitable that uh, if it didn't pop, there'd certainly be a lot of gas coming out of it. Yeah, look, I mean, that's right. These things are always really easy to say in hindsight. I think at the time, you know, you would have said maybe on, you know, every month sort of, 18 months, gee, the market's got a little bit hot and, and it kept running. And I suppose you had investors saying, you know, why aren't you invested more? You know, why aren't we, you know, sharing this upside? And so I kind of think I've been around long enough to not get caught up in it. But, but sometimes you do, you get caught up in the fact that there's extreme valuations everywhere. And so you sort of reflect that in your own portfolio. And yeah, absolutely. In hindsight, I feel like we should have taken more chips off the table at the time what were inflated valuations, but but compared to everything else at the time, they weren't inflated. And so, you know, in hindsight, that's definitely something, you know, I would have done differently, but I probably wouldn't be alone out there in the market as well. Let's just sort of drill down to the fund. Where did you see the particular issues coming? Where have you seen positive signs as well? For us, where we've struggled the most has been in the in the lack of liquidity in the market. That that you will have a small number of sellers having um, an incrementally large impact on share prices. Uh, that tends to create its own snowball effect, as such. And I suppose acutely coming into the end of the financial year. So June was was particularly aggressive in terms of the sell down. I know the emerging companies index was down something like 18, 19% in one month, which is which is a huge pullback over a fall that had already happened in sort of April, May, April, March, April and March. So 
that really, really, really hurt the market. But what we've seen is is a kind of a real bounce back in the first week and a half of, of the new financial year. I, I think investors are probably refocusing on the valuations. There were a number of stocks that were trading at actually really close to cash value, which which logically doesn't make a lot of sense. So there's certainly some green shoots in, in the market at our end. And I think there's a little bit of um, rationality coming back into the market where people are, are seeing some real value and, and starting to buy in. And I think importantly, when everything's really dire and everyone's really, really negative, that's a good time to be buying into stocks. And when the whole market is extremely positive, that's a good way, good time to be taking a few chips off the table. And I, and I think you know, crypto is maybe a good example of that as well. Looking forward a bit, uh, you say that the first part of July has been positive and there's been a bounce back, which probably indicates that the pendulum swung too far during June, whether it's tax loss selling or whatever it may be. But how do you, how do you see the market over the next three to six months and potentially beyond that where we're in a rising interest rate environment there's still a lot of concern about inflation uh, the ukraine situation is continuing without any real sign uh, of, of ending in the short to medium term yeah look i mean there's there's a number of uncertainties i, I think Inflation is a real one, but particularly commodity prices. You know, I think we've seen a, a, some abatement in in the oil price recently, and obviously, oil and fuel prices flow through the cost of everything we have as consumers. Interestingly, we've spent probably the last three weeks out visiting a lot of our companies and, and those we haven't been seeing, we've been talking to on the phone, and across the board, they're all saying they're feeling really positive about the market. They're seeing good inbound customer calls. They're seeing good volumes. They're seeing reasonably strong revenue, other than perhaps some of the sort of consumer discretionary businesses, which I still think are a little bit weak, or some of the consumer spending is moving towards lifestyle spend rather than, than hard good spends. So when we speak to our customers, they're all, or our investments, they're all actually pretty upbeat, which certainly three weeks ago didn't correlate to the share prices. So you know, for us as fundamental investors, we have to feel reasonably optimistic about the future because that's what we're hearing from our businesses. And we've known them long enough that they tend to give us pretty straight answers. So that's sort of where we base our, our confidence on. And I think that's starting to flow through the market a little bit at the moment as well, which is which is uh, pleasing or, or perhaps I'd say relieving given, given what we've been through in the last six months. So, Dean, you've always held quite a large proportion or had the ability to hold a large proportion of your assets in cash. Uh, are you redeploying uh, some of that cash at the current time? Yeah, look, we are. I guess it's, again... You know, we've had a lot of investments that have fallen pretty substantially in the last few months. So we've certainly stuck with those. And in a couple of cases, we've added a little bit to them. But but we're also, the thing is, we're, like a lot of people, we're long-term investors. And, and so we like to hold stocks over a long period of time. We say that's sort of three years plus if they've got a nice growth trajectory. 
Now, if those stocks maybe move above intrinsic value of, say, 20% over a period of time, and then they move below intrinsic value by 20% for a period of time, that's a that's a fall of 40 or 50%, which if you're trying to trade that, one, I think it's difficult to do from a time perspective, and two, it's, it's not efficient from a taxation perspective. So we tend to stick with these investments, and whilst it is uncomfortable, ride through them through periods of volatility. Um, so you look, there's definitely a lot of opportunities out there. We still want to keep a little bit of cash on the balance sheet just for, for other opportunities or, you know, just, I guess, for a bit of conservatism. But um, at the moment, I, I think it's a really, really good time to be looking at some of the smaller stocks out there because it appears from an intrinsic value to be some really, really great value. If you, if you have some confidence in the, the, the economy not, not sliding further. Dean, you've always invested or had the opportunity to invest in IPOs or pre-IPOs. That market, uh, I get the impression, has dried up quite considerably at the current time. Uh, does that limit the opportunity? Uh, look, Chris, you're exactly right. The, the IPO market was was red hot last year and it has completely stopped this year. We haven't seen one even half reasonable IPO in the, in the industrial space all year. So that's, you know, we're talking six or seven months now. What happens is you tend to, the pipeline gets sort of blocked up. And then when the market becomes a bit more positive, it just opens up and you get sprayed with opportunities. So it, it's been incredibly lean this year. I mean, there's a bit, been a bit going in resources and a few biotechs, but that's not really our space that we play in. And so, Yep, the opportunities recently have been really, really limited, but we would suspect probably in the last quarter of this year that there could be a number of really good opportunities for us and we'll be um, looking over those very carefully and, and finding what we think are the best ones to invest in. And finally, Dean, obviously some of your positions, your invested companies have been knocked around. Are there any that you've exited because... Uh, the the investment fundamentals have changed. The only one that we've we've lightened quite significantly is is Maggie Beer Holdings, which is a I suppose high end food slash um, hamper business. You know, a lot of these businesses are struggling with the the costs of of packaging of you know other goods of, of transport and stuff and I, and I think that's one that's been coming under a bit of pressure and so we've been happy to lighten but all the other businesses you know the share prices in in a number of cases have come off pretty substantially the fundamentals haven't changed or indeed they've they've gotten better so we're you know we're pretty confident you know we've we've invested in a small logistics company called zoom to you that I think was off 30 or 40 percent in June alone and the only thing they announced was a, a contract with Bunnings Warehouse which is 200 major retail stores so I mean that sort of stuff just doesn't make sense so you know we ride through the volatility have a lot of confidence in what we've invested in and, and have confidence that that the prices will come back to more sensible levels and you know pleasingly like I said earlier that's that's what we're seeing this month that's we're seeing a really substantial bounce back in the fund. Dean, on that positive note, always good to talk to you. Look forward to seeing you soon and we'll speak to you next time. 
fantastic. Thanks for having me on again, Chris.